Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, this is Lucy Arnaz. You're listening to TV Confidential. Greg Airbar is with us for another look at recently released DVD and streaming titles that we think you will find of interest. Greg contributes to Jerry Beck's uh, cartoon research twice a month. His books include an excellent book on Walt Disney Records called Mouse Tracks, and if all goes well, his new book on the history of Hanna-Barbera, the title of which is... Hanna-Barbera, The Recorded History. Hanna-Barbera, The Recorded History is due out sometime... About 24. We're looking at 24. Okay, it'll be released in 24, but we'll talk about it plenty of times before then. So, uh, ordinarily, Greg and I do Greg's segment together because the DVD titles speak for themselves. We have a special exception today. Greg is joined by our mutual friend, Nick Santa Maria, voice actor extraordinaire, stage actor extraordinaire, Benny Biffle from Biffle and Schuster and author of a forthcoming book on Abbott and Costello. We'll ask him about that and more. Uh, but in the meantime, speaking of Abbott and Costello, Greg, we're going to talk a lot of Abbott and Costello in your segment this week. Yes, there are two major releases that have been released on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> Nick is holding it up to the microphone, one of which is Jack and the Beanstalk. This is radio. Oh, this this is radio, so the video uh, effect is lost. But Nick held the Blu-ray of Jack and the Beanstalk, and Nick Nick has his Biffle hat on. <laughs> I feel I feel like Ben Scully. I'm doing play-by-play for the benefit of our listeners. There are, there are two of them, um, but we'll talk about one at a time. So uh, let's start with Jack and the Beanstalk, because if you've never seen. If you've seen it, and it, it was it was on TV a lot, it was also in public domain, so you've seen horrible, horrible copies of it, perhaps a lot, mm-hmm. which means you've never seen it, because exactly. you know, on Blu-ray, this Blu-ray, it is just beautiful, and it's a lovely film, uh, as they used to say, for the whole family. Yeah, and that, I have to agree, Greg. That was Costello's intent, was mm-hmm. to make, in making this. Well, supposedly, publicity said that uh, he was reading the story to his, his baby daughter, Chris, when he got the idea. And he thought that, number one, uh, his major inspiration was Disney, geared to the family films. And that's what he was going for. Unfortunately, he fell just short 
of that, and some of the critics brought that up when the film was released. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I took over. This is from the chapter in my book. This, the, this is the Nick Santa Maria centric segment of Greg's DVD report. Right. Go ahead, Greg. I'm sorry. No, I was actually I was leading to you. I was throwing. Okay. Well, ow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so it was it was planned to be a Disney-esque film. Uh, they stole the uh, Wizard of Oz gimmick of going from modern story to fully color dream sequence, you know, the, the actual fairy tale. And I have to say that classic flicks and Bob Fermanac and uh, Jack Beeston have done a remarkable job, uh, especially with, I mean, it, the film looks brand new. It looks brand new. And if you've seen it on television, like Greg says, you haven't seen it because uh, there has never been anything like this. Beautiful stuff. Yeah, don't don't go in expecting Mary Poppins or The Wizard of Oz because it's an Abbott and Costello movie. Mm-hmm. Go in expecting Buck Privates um, meets Bugs Bunny goes to uh, meet the giant and it's not Elmer Fudd. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a former wrestler. It's that kind of thing. It mm-hmm. is more. It is more akin to a TV special they might have made years later, based on the the uh, the story, with lovely songs and modest a modest scale production. It was actually unfair to compare it to a Disney film because Walt Disney hadn't even made a musical in 1952, and his first one was Babes in Toyland, which also to me I love it but I see it as a television spectacular that Max Liebman might have made, and in fact did make in the 50s twice, mm-hmm. uh, rather than a motion picture. He wasn't quite ready yet. So um, it's it's really the sort of... And, and also, I, I, from what I've, I've heard, that even though Universal pretty much made their fortune on Abbott and Costello, they wouldn't even spring with the money to give them a color film. They had to pay for it themselves. Yep, Lou wanted one desperately. He went, he he kept looking. Well, let's let's take a look at this. Let's take a look at the time frame. This was the early fifties by by that time, and uh, Martin and Lewis were already making full color Vista Vision, big budget, you know, movies that weren't nearly as funny as what Abbott and Costello was putting out. But Universal treated them like like garbage in a way. Lou wanted better budgets. He wanted color, and he wanted better supporting casts. He would bring up people like, well, can you get Lucille Ball, you know? And Universal would give him Kirby Grant and, you know, Marion <laughs> Hilton. Uh, so, so they had to go elsewhere. They went to, oh, one before I forget, Buddy Bayer, who plays the giant, was the brother of Max Bayer, the champion boxer. But Buddy was also a boxer, not a wrestler. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, don't be sorry. That's okay. what we're here for, to learn. Yes. Um, so, uh, and he was a wonderful guy, apparently, by all accounts. One thing I do mention in the chapter is that he was quite a singer. He had a yeah. beautiful, beautiful singing voice. He's not dubbed. He's he's singing. He's singing that Fee Fi Fo's uh, Fum song. And he's on a, a, on YouTube. There's a clip of him singing on a variety show, singing, a, you know, a song. Uh, and it's quite it's quite good. You know, if he wasn't such a if he wasn't so freakishly big, yeah. <laughs> he might have had a, a career as a singer. Well, he could have had a, if it was the 60s, he would have ended up in one of the uh, the gimmick TV shows, sort of like uh, Gomer Pyle. You know, yeah. here comes 
big guy, and then all of a sudden, oh, you know. And he's got this beautiful, I'm going to sing myself a song. (laughs) (laughs) No dream, the impossible dream. He's just scared me. (laughs) It's like, who is he? Is he Nelson Eddy or Jim Neighbors? You know, you bring up the, uh, an interesting point, too, and that is that uh, they also uh, merchandise this. And one of the nicest things, and as a record collector, um, one of the rarest things that's on this, this is loaded with uh, special features. I mean, it's loaded. Just mm-hmm. the, the gallery is filled with uh, press information that you could spend hours just marveling at. And the uh, DECA 78... Uh, story record is on there. It was made uh, for records for children. And mm-hmm. Thurl Ravenscroft plays the giant. And what a delight, because that's not an easy record to find. So, and it, and it sounds like a CD. So, if you, even if it's like, okay, I don't know if I want this movie, but I sure would love a CD of that record. That's worth it a lot. And, and the documentaries included are, are just fascinating. The whole thing about the color process and about Cinecolor, the history of Cinecolor. Now, this was this was not a Technicolor film. They, in fact, the budget was was uh, saved in a sense by using Cinecolor, actually Super Cinecolor, which was a step above regular Cinecolor. Now, Cinecolor was about. Oh, I, I wish I had my notes in front of me, but it was it was. You're doing cheaper. quite well. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> nice earmuffs. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it was it was about, I would say, 50, at least fifty percent cheaper than regular Technicolor or you know Metro Color or Warner Color or whatever. Um, so Lou saved some money there. But I'll tell you the truth: it looks beautiful. Greg, don't you think the co- the color the color I is think- just it jumps right out. It's stunning. It does jump right out. It is not Technicolor, but it's, it has a storybook kind of color. It looks like a a golden book from the 50s. Or a British, a British pantomime. Yeah, like, <laughs> like it looks like Gustav Tengren or, or, um, or, you know, it looks like Pokey Little Puppy kind of color. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Done in yeah. those things. Yeah, uh, storybook. Yeah, it really does look like a storybook. And so it, 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 it is a... Oh, and a couple of things to point out, too, for fans of uh, of Disney is that David Stollery is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was, he was, of course, Marty. Um, and he's on the commentary. Talking yes, they talked to, they talk to David on the commentary. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so, that, so if you're a Disney fan, that that's also a plus. Um, there's an awful lot of pluses. I mean, there's so many reasons to have this um, beyond the movie itself, which is a lovely thing to see. And you know, if you've got kids, or if you don't got ki- if you don't got kids, it's just the kind of, of sweet, nice, especially during the holidays, the kind of nice um, fantasy musical fantasy. You know, the only sad thing is that they didn't record the songs. I think one of the songs, Jack and the Beanstalk song, I mm-hmm. think Paul Winchell recorded. Wasn't it? I fear nothing when I am in the right. That's the song that everyone remembers. When I bring up this movie, people start singing that song. <laughs> yeah, and seriously, because it's like it's very memorable, and Lou does a wonderful job on it. There's one thing I want to mention. Uh, first of all, Lou, when he first got into burlesque back in like 1929, 
when he was, what, 23 years old, he was initially a, a song and dance comedian. So he had those chops when he came into this film. You could hear him. There's, there's When he's climbing the beanstalk and they're singing the song about it as he's climbing, he hits a note. Uh, uh, when, uh, and when I have reappeared with the giant by the beard, you will tell your children of the giant killer known as Jack. It's all the way up. And he sustains yeah. the note. He could have and, done musicals. Yeah, because it isn't. It isn't so. It's important for that. He he knew how to do pitch. Mm-hmm. So it it isn't like okay, well, yeah, but he doesn't sing like Sinatra. That's not the point. He sang in, in his own character, but he knew how to stay in pitch. Yeah, Sinatra <laughs> Sinatra couldn't do Who's on First. That's no. the truth, boy. And he couldn't, and he couldn't be his father. Yeah. <laughs> or or uh, or he couldn't do seven plus thirteen equals ninety one. <laughs> Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. One more, and if you're a fan of the master of horror, Stephen King, or know someone who is and are looking for a gift idea this holiday season, our friends at Quero Books have just released Stephen King, a complete exploration of his work, Life and Influence, the new book by Bev Vincent that explores the evolution and influences of Stephen King's body of work over the past six decades and how the themes of King's writing reflect the changing times and events within his life. Timed with Stephen King's 75th birthday this past September 21st, Stephen King, a complete exploration of his work, life, and influences, includes archival photos and documents from Stephen King's personal collection alongside the stories behind the stories of how his novels, novellas, short stories, and adaptations came to be. Stephen King, a complete exploration of his work, life, and influences by Bev Vincent, available now wherever books are sold through Cordo Books and CordoKnows.com. Hi, this is Joyce Bulletin. You're listening to TV Confidential. Nick Santa Maria is joining us for our DVD report. Nick is the author of a comprehensive book on Abbott and Costello, the title of which is... The Annotated Abbott and Costello. And if you'd like, I'll explain that uh, title to you. Uh, I'm writing, I've written this book with a uh, British writer, uh, Matthew Conium, who has written several books, and uh, two of which, uh, one is the Annotated Marx Brothers, which goes through each movie and explains some things that people, modern-day audiences just might not understand or, or are used to or whatever. So he explains quite entertainingly uh, all of the things in the films. So he got the idea. His second favorite comedy team was Abbott and Costello. And he decided he wanted to do the annotated Abbott and Costello, but there are 38 films, as opposed to the Marx Brothers, who only had 13. Yeah. So he thought, how can I... He's very, he claims to be very lazy, even though he's written <laughs> 700 books. Um, <laughs> and does research like nobody I've ever met. Yeah. Uh, 
I went to meet him, by the way, last year in England. He lives in Bath, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful town. Um, but anyway, so he wrote half, and I wrote half. We, we divvied up our films to talk about. So I wrote 19 chapters. He wrote 19 chapters. But the uh, for me, the exciting part and the little dangerous part is that we both were very honest about these people, about Bud and Lou. They were not perfect people. Uh, they had their faults. Um, they had their irresponsibilities in life. Uh, one of them was gambling, being heavy gamblers. Number two was they didn't keep an eye on those income tax returns. They trusted other people to do it. And, you know, a few other things. There's a complete chapter by uh, Matthew about Bud and his family, and it's, it's quite eye-opening. I don't want to say anything more about it, but if you don't know anything about young Bud and his career as a uh, burlesque house manager, uh, which he, he shared that with his brother, Harry, and his father as well. So the three of them, uh, it's about that, and it gets a little messy, but it's very, very interesting. And then I wrote a... a Luke Costello was my first hero, my first comedy hero. I saw him when I was five years old, and I knew immediately what I was going to be in my life. I just knew right then and there. He was performing for me personally. Uh, and I fell in love with him. He was just, I had to see everything. I had to see every movie, every television show. So I became like, even as a child, I became an Abbott and Costello expert as much as you could be at that age. Um, so this is great, writing, finally writing a book about them. My, my chapter about Lou is called Lou and Me. And it gets very deep about him uh, through my eyes. And he wasn't perfect, but I tried to keep it fair. Uh, and, you know, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting for people to read. I just hope his family, who I know, don't get offended. You know what I mean? By the truth, I should say. When is the annotated Abbott and Costello coming out? It's supposed to be uh, December 13th this year, oh, Christmas. okay, just in time for the holidays. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll see. They've changed the date about 126 times, so we'll... <laughs> We'll wait and see. But right now, it's December 13, 2022. Is it available for pre-order in any way? Do you know that? Yes. Oh, in fact, we are, uh, for that uh, subject, um, vintage comedy, we are uh, in the bestseller list for pre-order. So you, so you can pre-order the annotated Abbott and Costello through Amazon? You can get it through Amazon. You can get it through Barnes & Noble. You can get it through McFarland uh, Publishing which is the publisher. Okay. Uh, so you can get it in all those venues and in Great Britain as well at, as, at their big uh, bookstore. I can't think of the name right now. But, but you should definitely pre-order the annotated Abbott and Costello so that you'll have it with you when you enjoy the fully restored Jack and the Beanstalk Blu-ray release now available through Classic Flicks. Greg, did you see the way he tied Greg. that together? That was great. Uh, also, our, the, the, uh, the forward is by the director, John Lannis, by the way. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's a big fan. He's a big Abbott and Costello fan. But and does, a Biffle and Schuster fan. Well, as he should. Yeah, that's the way I feel. Yeah. <laughs> Biffle and Schuster, The Misadventures of Biffle and Schuster, available on DVD. If you haven't seen it, pick up a copy. You will feel good. You will laugh harder than you have ever laughed in your entire life. And it's just, wow. they're, they're, they're wonderful. They're wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's true. And, and the Biffle and Schuster uh, outtakes that, that they're even, even them, I mean, I just, 
they really are laugh out loud funny. And I'll tell you, I know this is a this is a trite cliche, but that we need this now. We so need this. We need yeah. that's just funny, and it doesn't say anything more than funny. It's not, and I don't I, I don't want to say it's unimportant, but it's not quote important. It's just <laughs> fun and entertaining. And that's it, and that's all we need. We just need entertainment. Thank you. And thank you, you Greg. Thank and, you. And the beautiful thing we've talked about this before, the the beautiful thing about physical media, uh, Biffle and Schuster is available. Physical media, the classic flicks uh, re-release of Jack and the Beanstalk available. Physical media. There are those who say, you know, why do you release a physical media? Why do you release it on Blu-ray when you could just stream it whenever you want? It's convenient. I understand the convenient part, but the value of having the physical Blu-ray or the physical DVD is, A, it's yours. It's part of your library. And, B, either Nick or Greg mentioned the documentaries and other extra features on the blu-ray release those usually are not available uh if you just stream it so um it 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 is added value and um at times when you just need to decompress or take a break from what's going on and laugh for a while they're having it on a physical dvd or blu-ray that that makes it physical media is a bird in a hand that's right. Right. Without the, without the mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to say, a dear friend of mine, Richard Center, was, is his name. Uh, he taught me a long time ago. He's a collector. And he's got, he, at first he had like 5 million videotapes. Now it's DVDs and Blu-rays and all that. He taught me a long time ago, when your TV goes out, uh, what are you going to do? You put in your physical media. That's right. You, you, you know, does anyone here really trust a cloud uh, completely? I mean, I know it's convenient. I do use it. I do stream material, but I'm sure glad I have my physical material yeah. as well. You know, even as just a backup. So it, I agree with you, Ed. Yes, it's funny. We're, we're recording this uh, in, in October, and I keep seeing these hysterical um, uh, messages on Facebook about. It's the great pumpkin. Charlie Brown will not be broadcast on the network, and it, and you know, you know, oh my, oh my goodness, oh my stars, and it's like, <laughs> this is first of all not news, because for about fifteen years these stories about the Grinch and all the stuff have been coming out, and it's like, you mean you haven't paid five bucks to buy it or three? I mean, it's it that you could people. Followed at garage sales. It's one of the. These are the easiest holiday specials. Are so easy to get. It's like and they're all on the same. They're all in the same collection. That's you right. can get them as all of them. It's very easy. It's it, and and they're cut usually anyway. I just don't see that. I I, I don't get it. You know. No, you're right. It's not news. <laughs> it really isn't. Uh, if you have that physical media, you don't have to rely. You don't have to be a slave. To the networks. That's right. Or to what's going on on television. You could program your own holiday viewing right. lineup mm-hmm. and right. watch it every day of the holidays if you so desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is good. One of the other things that you've, you've mentioned um, often on your – and you have a great – if people don't realize 
this, uh, Nick, you have a very entertaining uh, Facebook page because it's a, uh, it's sort of like the, it reminds me of the, um, the laugh in comic strip because you got, you got jokes only more often because you got jokes all day long. You know, there's, it's, 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 it, there's always humor mm-hmm. in the spirits. And, and then you can join in with your own, you know, your own comebacks. And then you're, you'll get a little happy face from Nick Santa Maria, which is, a, which is gratifying, Aww. you know. So you. anyway, one of the things you've mentioned in there is that you do feel that Abbott and Costello kind of get short shrift nowadays and that they deserve they That was, the, I have to say, that was one of the main reasons for writing the book. We wanted to make sure, and Matthew Fonium feels the same way I do, um, they get no respect. They're they're the Rodney Dangerfield team. Uh, I, to be honest with you, I like them more than I like Laurel and Hardy. I mean, I love Laurel and Hardy, love them, and know I know everything about them. You know, I could write a book about them right now. But Abbott and Costello resonate with me more because I'm a New Yorker. I have a New York clock inside of me. I move to New York rhythm, and Abbott and Costello do too. They're East Coast, you know, guys from the street. Uh, from New Jersey, although, but it's it's uh, it might be Pennsylvania. They're they're not sure, but uh, tri-state area. The, okay, the tri-state area. Yeah. Thank you. Ed. <laughs> but uh, my editor, uh, in fact, Ed, Ed is short for editor. Um, but uh, Ed, it is an editor. Is an ed- <laughs> and I know that's what I mean. That's it's perfect. Ed is short for editor. That is true. My my wife uh, does photography, and sometimes she'll do a wedding, and she has to edit the pictures. And I always tell her, "Oh, you're editing." <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. We're, we're um, talking about the annotated Abbott and Costello coming very soon from McFarland, hopefully in time for the holidays. We're also talking about the re-released, completely restored Blu-ray release of Jack and the Beanstalk, starring. Abbott and Costello with Buddy Bear as the Giant, available through ClassicFlicks.com as well as Amazon.com. Nick and Greg have one other Abbott and Costello title that they want you to know about. We will talk about that next week on TV Confidential. In the meantime, take a quick time out. Then Joyce Bullivant will join us, share a few memories of her friend Ron Masek. We come back right after this. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.